I'm feeling wonderful, brother. How you feeling? I'm man? feeling good. You know, this been a it's been a minute coming. It's been mm-hmm. a, really a minute. When I say a minute, because you know, this obviously started back in 2018, really, when I first met you. But uh, before I even get into that, we got a special guest, Von Keith. Um, at the end of the day, I know we've built a super solid relationship since we first met. Because I believe, if I'm not mistaken, we met in 2018 as well, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, 2018, um, when I was in school. And you <laughs> you, you was obviously out of school for a minute by then. You're still mm-hmm. super young. Um, don't ask his age, y'all. <laughs> don't ask his age. But um, so first and foremost, I'm glad to have you on. Um, I appreciate it. Nah, for sure. So Evolving Through Experience, as you all know, just another episode where we're just going to be talking about everything growth, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, um, and beyond. It's no levels that we're stopping at. It's no heights that we can't reach um, with Evolving Through Experience. So as we dive in, man, you know, this is more of behind the Clippers. We obviously know you're a barber. You're more than a barber. And we actually had that conversation as well. While you don't prefer everybody just to call you their barber because really, and the reason I say that, I know you said that, but you, you're a lifeline. And I'll explain why I say that as we go on. I won't say it just exactly right now, but I'll explain it as we go on. So let's first tell them a little about yourself. Oh, man, that has <laughs> to be to hard because I don't yeah. like to brag on myself too yeah. much. But um, for, I'm going to just start off, you know, my name is Vontorius Richard. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people don't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, That's, I don't I know if you want the government out. I <laughs> oh, know. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> uh, a lot of people like my first name. They say it sounds like some Greek god or something. Uh-huh. So I just, <laughs> I'm going with it. it. But I go by Von Keith, you know, just to keep it short. Um, I was born in Crowley, Louisiana. I was mm-hmm. raised in Lafayette, Louisiana, and Baton Rouge, Louisiana, uh, half of my childhood. And then I moved to Atlanta in 20, uh, 2007, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, started high school, ninth grade at South Gwinnett. Um, yeah, man, this is the hard a, part, man. You're bragging on yourself. Nah, but... nah, nah, it's all good. And I, I mean, we'll talk about that, too. I don't mm-hmm. think it's bragging on yourself. You're just telling who you are, and I think mm-hmm. that's valid. But, yeah, uh, you know, moved out here to Atlanta in 2007. Uh, I think that's where, this is where I really learned who I was out mm-hmm. here in Georgia. So, you know, when someone asks where you're from, mm-hmm. I do say, I say Louisiana and I say Atlanta mm-hmm. because, you know. Very favorite part. You, I mean, when you're growing up through your adolescence, and when you figure out who you are and who you're becoming, mm-hmm. that's where you're actually from. Correct. And a lot of times, you know, it's not about where you're from, too. It's about where you're going, mm-hmm. you know? Exactly. And I thank God for my mother to this day. Uh, rest in peace to her soul. But yeah. she took a the big doses. risk, you know, with pennies to a dollar just to move us out here. And mm-hmm. I was actually having a conversation with my look, my younger sister about this yesterday. And we were both just saying, like, wow, like, I can't believe my mother took the risk and moved us all the way to Atlanta, Georgia, you mm-hmm. know? And... When you're coming from Louisiana, man, I know I know you're from New York and everything, mm-hmm. and, you know, cost of living is a lot higher, and, you know, you come down here, and it's like, man, you can actually mm-hmm. spread your money a little bit more, mm-hmm. but when when your money is pennies to a dollar, and mm-hmm. you come into a big city, and you're looking like, man, how yeah. am I going to survive out yeah. here? <laughs> you know, you go from uniforms to you wearing regular clothes every day, and you can't go to the mall every weekend, you wearing the same clothes every week, you know, yeah, that really, Different. it humbles you, you know, Correct. so I do, I do come from very humble beginnings, um... I'm a hustler, man. Yeah, like, for sure. I started, I think I made my first dollar when I was, I'm going to say 10 years old, mm-hmm. maybe 11. I was in sixth grade. I, you know, I was looking around in my duplex. Everybody's car was dirty. It rains yeah. a lot in Louisiana. So I yeah. was like, you know what? <laughs> Clean it. Make some money, man. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> no, I just knocked sure. on the lady's door next door to me. I said, hey, ma'am, can I wash your car? Mm-hmm. And I, get, I don't know if, if 
she thought just because I was so adorable. Yeah. Was like, hey, go ahead. But I watched it so good. <laughs> she gave she you a dollar? She came regular client. Oh, yeah, like, okay. But oh, she no. gave you a dollar, though? No, no, she oh, gave you okay. a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you said dollar, so I'm like, nah, she violated. We got to find her. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, I think, how much? I, I think I watched the car for like $10, man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they gave me the confidence to keep going. You know, because mm-hmm. if, if you get a if you get a first hard no mm-hmm. on your first hustle, yeah. that'll discourage you. You yeah. know, you'll be like, ah, never mind. I should have yeah. did it then. Mm-hmm. But thank God for her. She gave me the yes, and I started going to all my neighbors, and I was watching everybody's cars, for man. Sure. I think I made a good fifty, hundred dollars mm-hmm. in a weekend. I was no, like, okay, cool, uh, I can get somewhere. You <laughs> yeah, <know>? facts. <laughs> well, now I want to go back because, like you said, first again, shout out to your mom and my condolences mm-hmm. for sure. Um, you said she brought you, and yeah, yeah, you said you and your sister had this conversation pretty much yesterday. Mm-hmm. So yeah, pretty much you would say y'all had like an epiphany of like just self reflection, like seeing how far y'all came. Mm-hmm. Most okay, definitely. okay, and that, and this is exactly what we're here for today because this is every small step or big or small, no matter how somebody looks at it, mm-hmm. it all plays a pivotal part to who you are today. So and that's all evolving through experience, and even till then, till now, it's still a continuous process. Mm-hmm. That's why we call it evolving through experience. It's a continuous process. So what would you say is one of the biggest parts even outside of just your mom but both parents you would say has played in your younger childhood Mm -hmm. that has those like pretty much intangibles that you keep to this day Mm -hmm. outside of of course the hustling or whatnot yeah um i mean my mom mostly raised me uh shouts out to my father though you know we um we're connected now Mm -hmm. but in my childhood my mom always instilled pride in us. Mm-hmm. Um, in Louisiana, I was the oldest, so the oldest of four. So my mom, she worked three jobs, mm-hmm. and mm. I never understood why my mom worked so hard and we never had nothing though. Mm. You know, at the end of the day, yeah, like we couldn't go do any extracurricular activities. She mm-hmm. just had enough to pay the bills. So um, one thing she always instilled within us was, "Hey, make sure you take pride in whatever you do," mm-hmm. and that's the reason why. My haircuts come out so well. That's the mm-hmm. reason why anything I do, anything I touch, it has, I call it the Von Keith effect. You mm-hmm. know, um, I'm a perfectionist. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm very ambitious. I get all that from my mother. Mm-hmm. You know, like, everybody, I'm pretty sure everybody didn't got an ass whooping or, you know, mm-hmm. they got, you know, they got beat <laughs> for yeah. not having the house clean or yeah. not having things tidy or whatever. But my mom was just a little, little more tedious about those yeah. things. So, um we became very, very prideful just mm-hmm. on the simple things as far as cleaning up, cooking, making sure things were, you know, in order in your house. Mm-hmm. Because if your house is in order, then everything outside of your house will be right. in order in your right. life. So basically she taught me a lot of organization skills, you know. Mm-hmm. So as I got older, I started looking at my friends and I started realizing, like, man, I, sh- I should be thankful for those beatings. I should be yeah. thankful for how hard my mom was on me because I am the oldest mm-hmm. because... They look at me like, oh, yeah, V, you know you're going to be something because look yeah. at you. And I'd be like, I mean, I'm just doing it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, It's normal. It's normal. Yeah. But my mom, she she was so hard on us. She put so much pressure on us to where even when someone tries to pressure me, I'm like, it's normal, bro. Yeah. Like, don't even try me like that. Yeah, because like, it's not, it's not going to phase you at the end of the day. Never. So would hope. you say, obviously, that's a great thing. Do you feel like it was any... Like, not necessarily say bad, but maybe negative effects of always trying to be a perfectionist that sometimes, whether that leads to overthinking or feeling like you didn't accomplish something by a certain time because you always have been that, focusing on trying to be that perfectionist. See, here's one thing that I do feel bad for a lot of young men. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was actually, by the grace of God, Mm -hmm. he touched me, you know. I've always had an effect on just 
having older people in my life. Mm-hmm. So um, I go by a phrase. I'm going to try to get it right the first time. <laughs> um, wise people learn from other people's mistakes. Smart mm-hmm. people learn from their own mistakes. And it, ignorant people, they just keep making the same dumb mistakes. Yeah. So um, I feel like I've been here before. Of course, yeah. I have an old soul. Yeah, so I've sure. learned to watch people mm-hmm. and say, okay, I know what not to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or... Okay, he's he's getting he's getting antsy or he's getting agitated. Mm-hmm. You know, I know what not to do with that either. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I study people's moves. I study people's body language a lot. I actually took a class on it in college. Mm-hmm. You know, I was so obsessed with it. But um, just having older people in my life kept me in line, so mm-hmm. it made me not drift off. Mm-hmm. You know, does that answer your no, question? No, no, it okay. does. That's what I say, and it's no it's no wrong okay. answer. I think it all plays a, whether somebody see it or not. Mm-hmm. It's no wrong answer with it. So that definitely answers my question at the end of the day. Um, I know I've asked you this before. I just want to go ahead and get this out the way before I start digging deeper. Mm-hmm. What does evolving through experience mean to you? Obviously, I know it's your whole life already. Mm-hmm. But before we start taking it to the next level, I just want to ask you that. Evolving through experience, man. That's it's so self explanatory. Mm-hmm. Like, like how we exactly. always say, "I'm yeah, like, yeah, man, for this, sure." <laughs> It's such a catchy phrase. Like, Mm -hmm. I love it so much. But evolving through experience for me is understanding your highs and also understanding your lows. Mm -hmm. Not not getting so high on the highs but not getting Mm -hmm. so low on the lows either. It's like just understanding and sitting in the moment and sitting with yourself. Like, when someone says, hey, young man, you need to sit with yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of people don't understand that. That goes over somebody's head so quickly, you know. And... In, in order to evolve through experience, you have to sit down, understand, okay, this moment I'm in is the present, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, you can you can dwell on the past, you can look forward to the future, but if, you, if you're evolving through experience, you have to sit down and say, okay, mm-hmm. this is what's going on, and how do I move forward? Correct. You know what I'm saying? That's first and foremost. But when you evolve, evolving is either you backpedaling <laughs> or you're getting better. Mm-hmm. It's either or. There's no in-between. Correct. So that's why I say you have to really sit with yourself and understand what is going on in life and where you're at in life. Because right. if you don't do that, then you might have a breakdown. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to have a breakdown, Correct. but it's about how you bounce back. Mm-hmm. That's that's another thing about evolving through experience. How do you bounce back if you had a low? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If you had a high, how do you calm down and still keep yourself modest? I hate mm-hmm. using the word humble. Because Same. I don't like the definition of humble. Correct. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Said it, yeah. But how do you maintain your modesty but still keep progressing? Correct. Because a lot of people, if if God gives you your wants and your needs, but also gives you your, your gives you your desires, mm-hmm. then that's when you can drift. Now, when Correct. I say drift, that's because I read this book by Napoleon Hill. It's called mm-hmm. Outwitting the Devil. Mm-hmm. The book changed my life. Um, drifting is when you're doing things that's keeping you unfocused. It's, mm-hmm. You're doing things that you're not supposed to be doing. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Unproductive. Like, very unproductive. It, it makes you unproductive. Mm-hmm. Like indulging in women. Mm-hmm. Uh, pumping your gut with fatty foods because Correct. you got all the money to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you putting your, in your sight? What are you putting Correct. in your eyes? Are your you energy. feeding your brain good mm-hmm. things? You know, like, <laughs> look at your shirt. <laughs> we know what that means. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> it's peace that's a good. <laughs> let's be clear. Peace hub. <laughs> Disclaimer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, let's be clear. But no. we know, you know, you know where I was going. But, yeah, you know, no, I got you. I think, but... You know, and we can touch on it. Like, porn mm-hmm. is at an all-time high. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because internet access is at an all-time high mm-hmm. nowadays. So porn addiction is something that a lot of men or just a lot of women don't talk about. You right. know what I'm saying? But now I'm starting to get a lot more young men come in my chair and say, hey, man, like, mm-hmm. I, I want to stop, but I yeah. can't stop. Yeah. So then that's when you that's when you signify, okay, mm-hmm. I have a problem. 
Yeah, that's exactly. Evolving. That's that's evolving Correct. right there. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. That's the first step. The acceptance. You know what I'm acceptance, saying? Acceptance. Yeah. Once you accept what you what's going what's at hand, then you're like, okay, cool. How do I change it? Correct. Okay. Then once you once you change it, you have to understand and be patient with yourself and mm-hmm. say, hey, this ain't gonna happen overnight. Correct. It takes 21 days to break a habit. Mm-hmm. How how in the world do you expect for me to say, hey, today I'm gonna go vegan? Now yeah. you can go cold turkey. I mean, I've seen people hey, do it. I like, did cold turkey. <laughs> hey, yeah. shouts out to you. Hey, <laughs> it's still a process. Shouts nah. out to the man right here too. <laughs> he said, uh, nah, "Pescatarian." Sure. Okay, yeah. cool. But I mean, I've, I've had my I've had my experiences with the food, right? Mm-hmm. Like because I think the hardest part about evolving is going on the right path, but mm-hmm. then you drift back <laughs> into Correct. like, man, I'm yeah. I'm just doing this though, boy. Yeah. Like, let me let me get one off real quick, you know. Yeah. But you know what it feels like to be doing mm-hmm. right. Correct. And I mean, every rapper says, I think Chance the Rapper said, he said, why, why does it feel so good to do the wrong thing? Correct. You know what I'm saying? Like, not in his exact words, mm-hmm. but uh, when I listened to that, I said, damn, man, that, that touched sucks. me. Because it's like, when you're talking about porn, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You know that it's bad. <laughs> yeah. But then your hormones get all riled up and it's yeah. like, man, I'm in heat. Let me go do this real quick. Yeah. But then after you're done, that post net clarity, yeah. it's like, yeah. oh my goodness, Different. man, what did I do? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or even just dealing with a woman. Women, you know, yeah, you're women, not supposed yeah, to be sleeping with this woman. Yeah. And look what you went to go do, and now you think about it afterwards. And you wonder why you did it. You wonder exactly. why you did and it. You kind of regret it because it's like, you know, that's not what you was really supposed to do. And it's mm-hmm. like, you only did it for the sake of that temporary feeling or sensation. But long term, that sensation is not going to be there. So, then you, yeah. <clears throat> so, and to touch on that, bro. Evolving through experience is just keeping that keeping that good sensation consistently. Correct. Because we can feel the high, we can mm-hmm. feel the goodness of like being on the righteous path, mm-hmm. and then we okay. Let's exactly. Hit and life is valleys and peaks. We mm-hmm. all get it, but just keep the consistency going. That's Bro. evolving through experience. No, for sure. And I also, I know um, I'll, I'll let you say if you want. Um, humble. I also mean that we brought that up. Mm-hmm. Why we both don't like that word, and mm-hmm. I, I have a debate with it all the time. If you want to say the definition, you can or I can. It doesn't matter. You want to say um, it? To me, humbleness is just mm-hmm. like belittling yourself. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm yeah. like, for the lack of the exact definition, yeah. yeah, it's like dimming your light, and I, I just don't see the point of us doing. It. I think we've been taught so long to be humble, and it's just like I'm not saying be cocky or to pretty much uh, bash anybody else for what you may have and they don't. But mm-hmm. in the sense of you shouldn't have to walk in a room and dim your light just for the sake of making other people feel better. And that that's just how I feel about it. And like I said, not in the sense of trying to dim somebody and make them feel bad, but don't belittle yourself for their sake. Because then it's like, why? who are you to be, um, like, uh, pretty much dismiss that for what you've been blessed with? Because mm-hmm. then if your blessing is away, it's like, okay, now you're back at square one, but you didn't pretty much take value in it in the sense of that. That's what I mean as, well, as far as what I mean by it. Yeah, most definitely. Um Sometimes you need your ego yeah. <laughs> to remind these fools. Yeah. <laughs> <You> know? Oh. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, I remember this, uh, a, a good friend of mine, mm-hmm. this dude, I, I played trombone mm-hmm. um, in college. I played I played trombone all my life, actually. I started okay. in sixth grade. You going to do a, a tribute kid. today for us? Hmm? You got one today to do a tribute for us? Oh, man. Nah. I wish I did, bro. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> I haven't played in a minute. Yeah. My chops are going. Yeah, I got you. But yeah, I, was that, I, I was that guy, man. I ain't going to mm-hmm. lie to you. Like I, I loved my instrument. I fell in love with my instrument mm-hmm. when I got to college, but... Um, you know, you don't know that you're doing something until you meet someone else who's better than mm-hmm. you. And uh, my colleagues, they used to always brag about a good friend of mine. He was like, man, this dude's cold, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, you think we're good? No, mm-hmm. this dude can sing yeah. through his horn. Mm-hmm. Like, when you when someone says they can sing through their horn, like, have mm-hmm. you ever heard of House of Prayer? 
Mm-hmm. I heard yeah. of it okay. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This dude can he played with House of Prayer. Mm-hmm. Like he's that cold. Mm-hmm. And you can't, you just don't, that ain't no willy-nilly stuff. Yeah. You just go in there like, <laughs> you know, or whatever. So I heard the dude play one time, man. I said, oh my God. I almost cried. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said, bro, I thought I was doing impact, something like yeah. it. made me want to go and sit down, like, man, I don't want to play this no <laughs> Give more. up. <laughs> Not nah. give up, but like, oh. <laughs> but what triggered me, I was mm. like, dude, you are the coldest person yeah. I ever heard play. He yeah. said, I'm all right, man. I said, what? I wish somebody would tell me I'm all right with my haircut clippers. I mean, I, yeah. I, you might get slapped. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, <laughs> but when you say, you know, you don't have to be cocky, yeah. you're right. But that's the hardest balance, you know, maintaining that cockiness yeah. and that confidence because I'm going to walk around with my chest out. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to believe that I'm, I'm the best. You yeah. know what I'm saying? As like, you should, though. As you should. But... I know when to turn it on and off. Like, if, if someone like, yeah, man, ain't nobody touching me or whatever. Okay, yeah. cool, you got it. Oh, yeah, in that sense, like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for so, sure. And I think it's just a matter, like you said, I guess it depends on the time, but even then, it's like, I don't even feel like that's turning it off. You just you just chilling like that. And when you trying to turn it on in that sense, that's mm-hmm. where it becomes like you just trying to be cocky. But in the sense of if somebody actually like, yeah, I feel I'm the best. Yeah, I'm going to always say that. I don't feel like that's not... I don't feel like that's in a sense where you need to be humble. I don't believe in that. But to bring it back, like you said, just as far as like uh, the indulging in over women, like a lot of women unnecessarily porn or whatever people may be dealing with, there's pretty much addictions to anything. Mm -hmm. It's like, like you said, knowing after the fact, you're not going to be pretty much happy with yourself for whatever reason. It brings it back just to be transparent. You even know yesterday, like it was a lot going on this week for me. So Mm -hmm. it's like, I I was telling like, I was, obviously I went cold turkey, vegan and things like that. So I was tempted to go get a drink because it's just like, bro, like the week has just been super hectic for me. Mm -hmm. Obviously I didn't do it, but in the sense of feeling like, yo, at least that'll bring me peace. But on the back end, when I actually really truly think about it and digest it, I'm like, no, I know that's not the real answer. That's not going to be any real solution. So I'm glad you said that because that just goes back to, like, we're still dealing with it. I'm still dealing with it in the sense of every day just growing, dealing with my own things and not letting the world make it seem just because I got this platform that, oh, I got everything together or we got everything together. It's it's an everyday process. And at the end of the day, we have to pretty much I don't know if finding that balance is the word, but pretty much trying to figure out the next pretty much step to continue to grow while, of course, dealing with what we deal with. I've been holding it. Nah, <laughs> nah, nah you good. Do it over you. Nah. However, <laughs> I'm going to brag on you for a little bit because okay. um, I'm glad you brought that segue back. Yeah. Um, yeah, yesterday when you left, I thought of, I thought about you a lot, yeah. you know, um, I think I was in mm-hmm. therapy mode. Like mm-hmm. you must, I think you prepped me for therapy mode well, after yeah. what we talked about. Because yeah. the, the young fella that came after you, mm-hmm. my goodness, you were. I cut his hair for two hours. That's all mm-hmm. I'm gonna say. We had a long talk. <laughs> I had to get my him right. Cut ain't never been too. Like nah, I'm joking. <laughs> nah, you nah. yours was I know. an hour and thirty minutes. Now. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. It don't matter. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I know my fault. I know I play too much. That's what it's about. It's about <laughs> balance, stupid, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Now, I, re- I really appreciate you for opening up because mm-hmm. I just said, hey, dig deep, you know, a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, of course, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm damn near a therapist, you yeah. know, as a barber. Like, I know what questions to ask. Exactly. So I know how to open somebody up. But I always, you know, give them that discretion. Like, hey, you, you can talk about it if mm-hmm. you want to. You don't have to. Yeah. You know, Make it but, a comfortable space, for sure. <clears throat> exactly. And that's why I love being in a personal suite. Mm-hmm. Um, because being in the barbershop, I was told things. But mm-hmm. when I got in the suite, that's when it got really hard. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so much of an empath, I had to mm-hmm. really just cut it off and just yeah. listen. And that's mm-hmm. it. And be okay with someone has problems. Mm-hmm. 
I let them know that I'm here for them. I love them, and that's it. I can't yeah. take on their problems. Uh, I was correct. holding it on my chest and on my heart mm-hmm. too much because I do have a heavy heart. Yeah. Very compassionate about people. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, that's why we prayed in here before yeah. we started, right? But going back to our conversation that we had yesterday, um, I'm glad you opened up because I I always wanted you to understand um, you're younger than what you think you are, mm-hmm. and you're so ambitious, you know, mm-hmm. and you remind me so much of me at your age to the point I'm glad I was able to say, hey, I got you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because someone else, they got me. Mm-hmm. So once you create that chain link, How it should be, we, yeah. we all got each other, yeah. especially as black men. Yeah. Because a lot of black men, we don't have someone just to get off get off of work and call, man, let me tell you what happened yeah. today. You know, we don't even, that's just yeah. step one. We don't even have that. Mm-hmm. We go home, dad mode. Or mm-hmm. we go home, we go to our vices. Correct. You know what I'm saying? And that's drinking or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, shout out to Franklin Saint, man. Snowfall. Yeah. It still mess with me to this yeah. day, you know, like because nah, it's so real. It, it's real. That's the crazy part. It's not just a show. You know what one of my mm-hmm. clients told me? He said, "V, be honest with me. If Franklin Saint was on the porch, you know, smoking and drinking with some young fellas or whatever, and he told them that story, the whole story of like how he came up had yeah. seventy million dollars. Yeah. You think they would believe him? Looking at him, I said, damn, no, no, I wouldn't believe him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, how you lose it all? Yeah. Because if you could lose it all." I'm gonna respect you more if you can gain it back. Mm-hmm. You know, I I have I know people who became a millionaire mm-hmm. and lost it twice yeah. and became a millionaire again. That's I want to dig deep. I'm trying to avoid that. I just say I want to avoid that. But yeah. yeah, I mean, but that, that's why that's where we talk about evolving through experience. Mm-hmm. You know, you have your highs and then mm-hmm. you're gonna have your lows. But sure. if you don't understand who you are and where you are, and how have you evolved into how how did you evolve to become a millionaire? Mm-hmm. Then no, you're not gonna get back to being a millionaire. Correct. You're just gonna become, you know, you're gonna go back to being homeless. Because mm-hmm. the young fella after you, the reason why the haircut took two hours mm-hmm. <laughs> is because the brother did a video for me. Like mm-hmm. he's he's shooting type of quality like this, mm-hmm. right? Did a whole video for me for uh doing my sp- uh for what um when Instagram released the subscriptions uh-huh. or whatever. Okay, description. So he sure. came in. He was with me for five hours. Uh, he was he was with me for five hours. Paid him five hundred dollars for the day, mm-hmm. you know. And I was, you know, mm-hmm. I kind of pulled a Jay Z move on him. Yeah. I was like, "Hey, I need you to come tomorrow, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Can you do that? Yeah. I can make it happen, bro. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I know my clients. Mm-hmm. These are the type of clients I want yeah. to promote, you know, mm-hmm. on my page or whatever. Because not every hair could have promotable. Yeah. But came through flawless. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about did some ASMR work, put some music behind it. Yeah. Killed it. But he was like, "V." You probably didn't know that, but I was I was homeless then. And I was mm-hmm. like, wow. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just like, okay. Let me get you right, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You need to go back to the drawing board. Yeah. You need to, this needs to be your step your game up summer. Because mm-hmm. I had that. When you met me in yeah. 2018, yeah. that was my step my game up summer mm-hmm. right there. Because I don't know if y'all know, but this brother right here is very particular about his haircuts. Like he <laughs> wait, 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 hold up, hold up. Let me look in the mirror. And hold up, wait, wait, wait. Okay. I'm talking about man. You're dragging I, it right now. <laughs> <laughs> now this this was the funniest part. When I first when I first cut your hair, when I first met you, because you was you was referred to me by I think um oh uh, man, Ryan, maybe? Ryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan. Shout out to Ryan. <laughs> Mr. Fort Valley. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to him. That's my guy. But uh Darrell came. I touched his mustache. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Just keep it wide for me. Keep it wide. I was like, oh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to be patient with him. <laughs> but look at our relationship now. You yeah, know, I could have brushed you off like, oh, my goodness, yeah. you're so picky. Yeah. But thank God for patience. You know, facts. I evolved. That's how I evolved. I'm you know glad, what I'm saying? I'm glad. <laughs> so, nah, for sure. That's yeah. funny. 
Nah, I'm glad you said that. That's so funny. I know, I know, like you said, that I'm glad you brought that story up. <laughs> That's a funny story. I know you could talk about it all day. Yeah, um, I got a memory, bro. I remember nah. everything. <laughs> you, you said you got a memory for everything? Yeah, I remember nah. everything. I, I just feel like, I mean, yeah, I, I don't feel like I was too picky, though, but I mean, to each his own. I, I just was one of my stuff, right? But it was the yeah, first time, cool. like you said, we, we, we've came since then. Like, we've evolved since then. But let um, me say this. Mm-hmm. I'll say this. New York people have changed my life. Okay, in the best ways possible. Uh-huh. Because when I came to Atlanta, mm-hmm. going to South Quinet, bro, I've never seen the skinny dark denim, je- mm-hmm. the dark denim jeans or whatever. I'm like, yo, like it's kind of fresh. <laughs> yeah. It ain't my style. You know what I'm saying? Like I was mm-hmm. still wearing the Dickies. Yeah, I- I'm in my little Boosie era. You know what I'm saying? I got the the Boosie big shirts, all that. But y'all have a way of rubbing off on people. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So dealing with more New York people, it made me realize like, okay, I need to be more strategic with certain mm-hmm. type of people. And that's all it was for you. Yeah. I just had to be more strategic with my patients. Like, mm-hmm. I couldn't get mad at the fact that, hey, wait, wait, wait. Because, and then another thing about dealing with Northeastern people as well, Northeastern mm-hmm. people as well, not just New York people, y'all, y'all trust is a lot lower than Southern people. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because, yeah, Southern hospitality is real. You know, mm-hmm. somebody be like, hey, what's up? All right, cool. Just shake your hand, keep it moving. But New York people, y'all looking around like, hey, bro, what's up? Like, mm-hmm. why you keep following me? Why you looking at me like that? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. <clears throat> I've just learned to accept and just bring it in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And now, I think got some great 50% friends. of my clientele is New York people, <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, got some great friends. <laughs> yeah, man. I love nah. y'all to death, man. Now, I mean, I want to take it back to therapy because this mm-hmm. is also why I said it was so important to have you on. Like, And it's, it's beyond the Clippers as well, but mm-hmm. you are a therapist. And the reason I say that is because... I actually have a story, not for me personally, but from another barber mm-hmm. who um, a guy was getting sentenced to life, right? Wow. You know, when you get sentenced to life, uh, unfortunately, I'm going to say unfortunately and unfortunately, it's like you get one last thing to you ask for. The mm-hmm. thing that he requested was a haircut. Mm-hmm. He just wanted a haircut because personally for me, I know getting a haircut, it's like I think it makes anybody feel a lot better. I think it brings your self-esteem up. not saying only your appearance should make you bring self-esteem, but it's just like, it's by it's by default. Like, mm-hmm. literally, I'll get a haircut from you, and then it's like, I may have had a pimple on my face, and that time I get out of the chair, it's like nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. and I'm not, like, dragging it. That's really how it be. And like I said, that's why I said it's therapy because the fact that he was wanting to go get a haircut as his last thing, it could have been a, a roof Chris steak. Uh, it could have been anything. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever he may have wanted. He may have wanted to just fly on a private jet. I don't know. But the fact his last thing he wanted, his request, mm-hmm. was just to get a haircut. I know the barber probably took forever to finish that because, that, <laughs> I mean, respectfully so, That would have been a two-hour haircut. Yeah, no, that probably, would, probably was high three, four hours, truth be told. <laughs> like, take my time, take your time, bro. Because it's like, and I know, I wonder, I actually want to ask him, like, how did that make him feel um, I'm not sure if you had any situation like that, but mm-hmm. it's like, how does that make you feel as a barber knowing like, yo, this last person, he just wanted you particular to cut his haircut because he's no, once he goes behind those gates, it's never, he's never coming back out. And that says a lot, that says a lot for you all as a barber, although you're more than a barber and we'll talk about that, but that's why I say it's therapy. I never thought barbering would be as big as I made it. Mm-hmm. Within me, mm-hmm. or even outside of me, mm-hmm. um, I I really got inspired by my barber in Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was cutting at a shop called Webs. Uh, you from Baton Rouge? You should know what Webs is at. You, if you don't know what Webs is, or you you never heard of it, mm-hmm. you're not from Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but um, my barber, his name was Lenny. Bro, the first time I met, first time I walk in the shop, it's mm-hmm. packed Saturday morning. 
damn, I thought I got here early. Mm -hmm. This dude had seven heads. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not used to that, you know? Yeah. He said, it ain't gonna be that long. Bro, this dude is, he ain't saying a word. He getting his money. This mm -hmm. man is, and every haircut fresh now. Mm -hmm. Now, this is back in 05. Mm -hmm. So, like, the haircuts were different, but I remember my haircuts was fresh. I still yeah. got family pictures, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, he was doing his thing. <laughs> so, one Saturday, I see him and his brother pull up. Then some Cadillac Escalades, like Midnight Club, Dub Edition. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, wow. These dudes get money, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> how much money they making? How long are they staying? Yeah. What what are they doing? You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So that's what kind of that's what kind of streamrolled me into like looking into barbering. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like and understanding there is money into it. Yeah. Because I have a whole college degree. I mm -hmm. I, I have an agriculture economics degree from mm -hmm. Fort Valley State. But I'm having I'm I'm going I'm having odds with my uncle because he raised me for a good part of my life as well. Uh, mm -hmm. I lived in Colorado Springs from when I was five to mm -hmm. eight years old. Mm -hmm. Um, it was like it was like Candyland up there. Mm -hmm. You know, I had a I actually had a childhood. Mm -hmm. Then came back to Louisiana. I had Different. to be the oldest. You know, yeah. but um, with him raising me, he always just wanted me to be successful because I was like his son mm -hmm. and everything. So you know, we we was at odds for about a year or two. We mm -hmm. didn't talk to each other. Because Why he didn't is that if you don't mind sharing? He didn't believe that barbering would okay. be... He, he didn't believe that I would be be successful as I am at barbering. Mm. Not saying he was doubting me. Yeah. It was just... He, wanted more, he thought it should be more for you. He wanted a career path for me. Okay. He wanted me to get the 401k. He wanted mm -hmm. he wanted some foundation. Mm -hmm. Because that's what he knows. That's what yeah, he's that's used to. Knew, yeah. And that's okay because, yeah. man, my uncle was well off. He taught me how to... The reason why I drive a luxury a luxury sports car is because mm -hmm. of him. You yeah. know, I, I watched him get a, a Lexus, a BMW, mm -hmm. a Porsche... A Benz, S Class, you know, like you name yeah. it. He had every car that you can think of. So he's a he's a walking testimony of mm -hmm. you know getting a nine to five job, yeah. moving up in the ranks, being successful. However, I fell in love with cutting hair too much in school, and the stuff people was telling me in my dorm room, you know, like, bro, you are great. Like, yeah. I can't believe this, and I'm like, bro, this ain't. I, yeah, I got some two dollar clippers from Walmart, and I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what the hell I'm doing, you know. <laughs> yeah. But if you like it, I love it. Yeah, you know facts. what I'm saying? But I started taking it a lot more serious, and I started taking my craft a lot more serious as I moved into um, my sophomore year, mm -hmm. into building two, into the mm -hmm. dorms, and that's when I really got the support. That's when I started realizing, yeah. okay, this is foundation. This is networking too. right here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So that's when everybody started coming to me. I'm talking about, bro, to this day, I'm talking about last weekend, mm -hmm. I'm at Tequila Fest having a good time. Mm -hmm. I'm getting, I'm walking in, I'm like, man, I hope I don't run into anybody I know. You, what was I, I wrong? I don't even know why you expected that. What? V, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> man, remember you cut my hair? I'm like, yeah. oh, what's up, bro? Like, and it, so going back to your story, mm -hmm. just from someone slapping my shoulder, like, bro, like I don't even, I haven't even cut their hair in years, mm -hmm. probably a decade. Yeah. They hit me like, man, the way you made me feel, yeah. I could feel that energy, like, mm -hmm. man. And then Different. look at look at you now, you're doing yeah. your thing, you actually suck it out. Yeah. Like I had somebody comment on my page uh, recently, and he was like, bro. I can't believe how far you took barbering. Like, mm -hmm. I was cutting hair as well in school. I didn't even know this either. Yeah. Like, I was like, I felt bad. Like, because mm -hmm. I knew the dude. I mm -hmm. thought he was just a musician or something yeah. like that, like a rapper. But he was like, yeah, I was cutting hair too, but I was losing clients to you because you were just so dedicated <laughs> to your yeah. craft. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know how to feel about that. this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But, are you like, mad? Like, what about, oh, no, no, he, no, no, he no, wasn't, I know he wasn't just, mad. I know it's just funny. I just couldn't believe how. Yeah. How he set a he set aside his pride just mm -hmm. to tell me that in a comment on Instagram. Underrated. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I was like, man, in front of everybody. That's in front underrated. of everybody, Shout but on a him. viral post. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shout out to him. Shouts out to my man, bro. Yeah. Like, 
that was very, very, that was very, very respective. Yeah, for and sure. just hearing different comments and different mm-hmm. stories like that, that's what makes me feel like, yes, barbering is the most therapeutic thing mm-hmm. to a man. Besides going yeah. to see an actual therapist, yeah. you know, because you actually have somebody you can unlock with. You actually mm-hmm. have somebody you can talk to. Yeah. However, not every barber you can talk to. Yeah. Some people just want to get their money and get out. Yeah. And that's why I do put my price point at a certain point yeah, because exactly. you ain't charging ten dollars no more. <laughs> I was gonna I say that. Yeah. <laughs> the price went up. <laughs> the price went up. <laughs> I mean I put the pressure on myself, but yeah. not only did I put the pressure on myself, I went and I went and Values sought the up. knowledge. Yeah. You know, um one of my OGs out there in Houston, mm-hmm. his name is Master Legend. Okay. This dude was charging a hundred dollars for a haircut back in twenty seventeen. This one a hundred dollars meant something, okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man. My mom just passed. I had to go to Houston with my aunt. I had to get in. You know, I had to get a fresh cut for the funeral or whatever. I missed them. Couldn't get them. So that was around Thanksgiving time. Went back out there, <laughs> tried again. My boy's like, but don't give up. Yeah. You need to go see this dude. Sure. Now, this is where you have, this is why you be, you need to have older people in your corner. Mm-hmm. I would have never met this dude because mm-hmm. I'm so busy with trying to fill myself up on Instagram and build sure. myself yeah. that I'm not focused on yeah. other talents. You know, I'm like Lil Wayne. Focus like, on your stats. Yeah, who yeah. was that? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, bro. Go see this guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Man, get out there. He he makes a post. Hey, Christmas Eve special, 150. Mm-hmm. Yo, I need it. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? I went through, man. I I think he took about two hours to cut my hair. Mm. Just because of the conversation. Yeah. He put, uh, I know y'all not Saints fans or whatever. Yeah. But I'm a Saints fan. He's from Louisiana as well. So, yeah. All good. <laughs> but he put the floor the lease sign in the back of my head, man. I was mm-hmm. like. And the way he did it, it didn't even feel like he put it in. Mm. I was like, you did it? like, Because, mm-hmm. you know, he just... Yeah. But I didn't feel too many taps, you know? Yeah. Like, that's how artistic he is. Mm-hmm. And then it got to the point, he's like, yeah, bro, I'm just I'm just playing around with your fade, bro. I'm just talking to you. <laughs> not like, playing I'm around. Just giving you- that's not the great right word, but well, now I got you. <laughs> I mean, he was just... <laughs> nah, I know. He was just, you know, joking around, just yeah. talking to me so much because he, he saw... I guess he saw so much of me and him. Mm-hmm. This man gave me a million dollars worth of game mm-hmm. right then and there. And that's what made me realize, okay, cool. Now I see why I need to charge $100 for a haircut. Mm-hmm. Because the value. The value. The way this man leveled up his his clientele. Mm-hmm. Like this dude was cutting Chris Weber. You walk in his shop, he got Chris Weber, Reggie Miller, uh, Eric Gordon. Um, mm-hmm. You name it. But he yeah. has so many different people on his wall. Like mm-hmm. him telling me the story about uh, Eric Gordon pulling up on him. He said, hey, bro, uh, even T-Mac. Mm-hmm. This is how he got all the NBA players. Talk about power networking. T-Mac, uh, Tracy McGrady, by the way, he posts a post on Instagram. Hey, I'm looking for a barber in Houston. Need a haircut. Hey, bro. <laughs> this is uh, I just moved to Houston, but if you're looking for a barber, I got you. Send him. He said he didn't even send him his best picture. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, can you pull up at the house real quick? Cut T-Mac here. Next thing you know, he's cutting everybody here mm-hmm. now. Eric Gordon hits him up. He said, hey, bro, need a haircut, man. Like He didn't even know who it was. He was mm-hmm. like, all right, cool. Can you pull up at this time? All right, cool. Dude pull up on him in a white Rolls Royce. He said, oh, my goodness. He said, oh, this dude. Dude get out. He said, oh, shit, that's Eric Gordon. Yeah. Like, damn. Well. So that's when he started realizing, like, man, I'm ramping up, you know? Mm-hmm. So you talk about one of the most strategic and smart guys that I've ever met. Yeah. I give I give, I give, give a lot of my career to him, too, you know, because mm-hmm. he was very inspirational to me as far as, like, art, artistry. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, setting up your suite. Uh Detailing your fades, making your haircuts come out a certain way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like not just charging. It's not about charging a hundred dollars and getting a hundred dollars. It's mm-hmm. about displaying artwork. That's why mm-hmm. I call myself Von Keith the artist. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't trap myself in the box, but mm-hmm. like 
whatever never should. whatever comes out you my canvas yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying like you making me look good you yeah. making me money Fact. and even if you're not bringing me another client in the chair at least somebody's coming to you saying bro who cut your hair yeah you know oh they charge a hundred dollars it's worth it yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. what i'm saying keep it yeah. moving the cool. value so.